Hey everyone, this is the Written by Lauren podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and today we are reading chapter 6 from my series called Searching. Before listening to this episode, if you haven't heard the previous chapters in the series, be sure to listen to those before listening to this week's. Chapter 6 Brian stared at the stone for a moment and then apologized. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have tried to touch the stone, it's just... It's almost mesmerizing. Zoe slipped the stone inside her shirt and cleared her throat. How much do I owe you? She said, changing the subject because frankly she was a bit confused and uncomfortable with what had just happened. She had known that Brian would be shocked by the stone, and the more she thought about it, she didn't know if she knew about the stone because she had wanted the stone to shock him because he was trying to touch it, or the stone had simply repelled its unconsented touch. Either way, she wanted to get away from Brian as soon as she could. She paid and headed towards the door quickly when Brian called out her name as she stood in the doorway. Zoe, I was wondering if maybe you wanted some help painting? Zoe's face automatically contorted into a confused and slightly disgusted look. She answered simply, No, I don't want your help. She left Brian standing behind the counter feeling slightly defeated. Zoe could have probably used some experienced help when it came to painting, but she didn't want Brian's help. She didn't want someone who could so easily break down boundaries that shouldn't have to be told about. He hadn't even asked to touch her necklace. Who touches things that aren't theirs? Especially when said things are currently being worn. Zoe tossed her bags in the car and quickly drove off. She was more than ready to be in the safety of her own home. Even if that home was old and a little creepy at times. Once home, Zoe stormed in with a bit of an attitude and kicked the front door shut with her foot as her hands were full. She began heading up the stairs when Henry jogged out from another room on the first floor. Hey kiddo, get everything you need. I thought you'd be gone a bit longer. Zoe turned and looked down at him from the steps. Yeah, I got everything, I guess. Henry tilted his head a bit in concern. You guess? Did you ask Brian for help? Zoe sighed big and got a little defensive. Yes, Dad. I asked Brian for help. Then he told me to get all this stuff. She motioned at her hands full of things. Henry stepped closer to the stairs. Did something happen between you and Brian? You seem upset. Zoe shifted her weight, annoyed. Dad, it's nothing but could you just leave him out of it? Henry was a little taken aback. Sweetie, I just hope that maybe you and him could be friends. He seems like a very good kid, and he can show you around at school. Zoe was fired up. I can make my own friend's dad. I don't need your help, and I don't want to be his friend, so could you just drop it? Henry watched his daughter. He tried to take in everything she had just said. His intentions were innocent, but he knew there had to be more to the story. She obviously wasn't ready, and he was sure Zoe would tell him when she was ready if the time came. He nodded and slipped his hands into his pockets. He replied in a softer, innocent tone. You can talk to me about anything, but yes, of course. Sorry for intervening. He turned and headed back into the house. Let me know if you need any help. Zoe watched him walk away. She didn't feel like talking about anything with her dad at the moment. Instead, she rolled her eyes and headed up the stairs and into her room. He wasn't going to guilt her into talking to him. Once in her room, she began moving the furniture around in order to clear her painting space. She pulled and pushed the heavy wood furniture across the room, knowing Henry was downstairs wondering if she would ask him for help. She wouldn't. She was stubborn in that way. Or maybe it was simply her independence. What was wrong with being independent? She knew her dad loved her, but she wished sometimes he wouldn't insert himself in her life in this way. It was odd for her to feel this way about her father. He normally didn't try to find friends for her. He let her do her own thing, most of the time, make her own decisions. She knew it was because she hadn't been herself in the past year, once he was able to function in a more normal sense. He had started to try and get her to go back to her usual outings. 
Things weren't the same. Her friends were very supportive, but it was still hard to go back to hanging out as I had in the past. It had felt like a lifetime ago. She completely understood that he wanted her to be happy, but it would take time for things to go back to what they had considered normal. He should know that firsthand. He still wasn't back to who he was before, but he never would be, and neither would Zoe. They would, at some point, find a new normal, and it would be different than before, but they would be okay. Eventually. After all the furniture was dragged away from the wall she would be painting, she pulled out the plastic and rolled it out. She pried open the paint can and began stirring it with the wooden stick that was in her shopping bag. The color was bright and rich. It made her smile as she poured it into her paint tray. She grabbed the roller and placed it on the stick. She sucked the roller in the paint and immersed it, covering every inch. She pulled the roller out and let it drip until the drops were longer in between. She pushed the paint-covered roller onto the wall and watched as the yellow covered it. She moved the roller up and down until she needed more paint. She dipped and continued painting, going as high up as she could without hitting the ceiling, which left a small section at the top that was clear of the yellow paint. She did the same at the bottom of the wall, careful not to get too close to the baseboards. She went on for a while, stopping when she had to fill the paint tray two more times. Her arms were sore and she set the paint roller down and went to the windowsill. She sat and let out a large sigh. She had admired her unfinished work and was pleased with it so far. She was surprised when she heard the doorbell. Who would be visiting them? They didn't know anyone. Not yet. Zoe assumed that didn't really matter. The town was small. Even if they didn't know anyone, or hadn't met anyone just yet, didn't mean that the entire town didn't already know who they were, and that they were in town already. Zoe lifted herself up and figured she would make her way downstairs before her dad came looking for her to introduce her to whoever had made their way to their front door. Zoe, who was in a better mood now that she had time alone, gleefully hopped down the steps. She called out to her dad as she did so. Dad? Is someone here? I heard the doorbell. Henry responded and Zoe turned towards his voice. In the front room, dear. Zoe froze when she saw who accompanied her father in the front room. Her face burned as she locked eyes with none other than Brian himself. She glared at him and he physically stepped back. Henry stepped forward and put his hands up in defense. Zoe, he told me what happened, and he came here to apologize. Zoe looked between them both. Not convinced with the explanation given, she squints her eyes. He told you everything, she said, emphasizing the word everything as to be clear. This time Brian spoke. Yes, everything. I want to express that I really am sorry, and I know my actions made you uncomfortable, and I should never have treated you that way, and for that I am truly sorry. Zoe contemplated. Should she forgive him? He seemed genuine, and he did come all this way. Time could only tell if he actually meant what he said, and she had seen glimpses of him being sort of okay. She would decide to forgive him, but he was on thin ice. One wrong move, and she was done. She didn't care to waste her time on people that didn't respect her, or anyone else, for that matter. Zoe gave a short nod, as if to say he was being given his last chance. Brian smiled a small, genuine smile and he looked at Henry before he spoke, but landing on Zoe when he asked his next question. I was also wondering if you needed any help. I realized after you left that I didn't give you the small brush to get close to the edges. I wouldn't mind helping with that, if you'd like. Zoe thought about how her arms were already sore from the painting she had done thus far, and how she hadn't even started on the edges. She nodded. Yeah, sure. You can help. Zoe turns the head back up the stairs. She walks up a couple steps and then looks back down at Brian, who was standing right where he was a moment ago. Are you coming or not? Brian rushed forward, 
Oh, right. Zoe gave Henry a look that said, This guy's an idiot, and both Brian and Zoe climbed to the top of the stairs, onto the second floor, and down the hall towards the second set of stairs. Brian began talking. You know, as long as this house has been here, I've never actually been inside. Zoe climbed up the stairs to her room. Is that so? Well, what do you think? She said as they stepped into her room. Brian looked around. That it seems like you have the best room in the house. Zoe looked around as well. Yeah, I think so too. She walks over to her paint setup and begins pouring more paint into her tray. You want to use a roller and I can start on the bottom edge? Brian walked over. Yeah, whatever you want me to do, I will. I'm just your extra hands. Zoe grabbed the small paintbrush and began applying the paint along the baseboards. Brian got the roller ready and began covering the rest of the wall. They were both quiet for a while. They just painted. Brian was, of course, the first to break the silence. So, how do you like your new house so far? He continued to work while he questioned her. I wouldn't call this a new house, but... Yeah, it's fine so far. Zoe dipped her brush in the paint once more and looked over at Brian, who was hard at work. So you've lived here your whole life? In Amesville? Brian nodded. Yeah, lame I know, but it's home. I love the people here, and we all look out for one another. Zoe stopped for a moment and watched Brian. You all look out for one another? What do you mean? Brian too paused his painting to look over at Zoe. Well, Brian took a moment to think of a good example. On Sundays, I deliver Miss Gloria's groceries for the week, and I help her put them away. My dad and I help out with any building or home improvement in town, and plenty of other people help out with others. But if someone needs help, we help. No questions asked. Well, kind of, I guess. Kind of? You guess? Zoe was confused now. Brian was being odd and not making complete sense. Brian shifted. He struggled as he toyed with his desire to continue talking, or just shut his mouth before he said too much. Well, it's a small town, and small towns all have their own... Before Zoe was able to find out what exactly this small town had, she was suddenly engulfed in a cold chill, feeling as if it had passed right through her, and then it was gone. But her reaction was not. Her eyes widened and she shivered almost violently. Brian had noticed. You're cold? He questioned. Something in the corner of Zoe's vision moved, and her head quickly turned to get a better look. Brian didn't get an answer, but watched Zoe as she had started acting strangely out of nowhere. He also followed her gaze to the other side of the room, but of course saw nothing out of the ordinary. Zoe spoke. Did you see that? Or feel that? She had her eyes trained on Brian for his reaction, and he shook his head and was very uneasy. Uh, no, I, I, I didn't see anything. He began slowly looking around the room. There was a loud thud, and both Brian and Zoe turned quickly towards the sound. This time, Brian spoke up. What was that? Zoe didn't even have to gather her strength. She was scared, but it was as if she was being called forward. She rose to her feet and slowly made her way over to the source of the noise, which of course was a wall with seemingly nothing on the other side, as this was the top of the house. As if compelled, Zoe reached out her hand and gently touched the wall before her. Brian, on the other hand, was a little more freaked out than her, and was making it known. Uh, what are you doing? Zoe didn't respond. She just let her hand rest on the wall as if waiting for something to happen. Zoe closed her eyes while her hand still rested on the wall, and she took a deep breath, calming herself as she had learned from her grandmother's book. Her shoulders slumped from their usual stiffness, and her head tilted up slightly. At first, she felt nothing. Not even her hand touching the wall anymore. 
or her feet on the ground. It was as if the sound had been sucked from the room. Zoe oddly felt nothing, which would normally be a sort of panic-inducing thought. She didn't sense any harm or feel threatened by what was happening. After her moments of peace, she began feeling parts of herself. That cold chill had returned, and it was licking at her like a fire, finding only parts of her legs, her cheeks, and her back. She was beginning to feel her surroundings, but they were not of her room that she knew to still be in, at least physically. She remained calm as something inside her was telling her to. She listened to it. Suddenly those cold flames became real, and engulfed her completely as if she was right in the middle of a giant fire, and no one could save her. The flames, still cold, were startling. She possibly could have kept her cool and calm demeanor, had it not been for the face that appeared right in front of hers. It had come from somewhere in front of her, but its origin she didn't know. The woman's face whom had rushed towards her was screaming. The face stopped moving once it was only an inch from hers, and that was what brought Zoe back into her room. Zoe forced her eyes open and ripped her hand from the wall it had been on. Doing so caught her off balance as she had no real sense of her surroundings, wherever she had been just then. She was falling backwards as she sucked in a large breath of air. She never made it to the ground, as Brian had rushed over and stopped her from slamming into it. Zoe's eyes were wild and searching around the room, trying to get her bearings back. It was difficult, as she was also unable to catch her breath. Her breathing was erratic, and Zoe didn't know what to do. She tried to squirm away. Brian took her hands and looked her in the face. He was saying something, but Zoe couldn't hear him. She watched his lips form words, but his voice was muffled. She tried to concentrate on those moving lips and slowly began to hear things more clearly. He was telling her to concentrate on his words and to try and take a deep breath in and out, counting as she did. She did what he was saying, as it sounded like something that might help. She eventually was calmed enough, and Brian dropped his hands gently and watched her, concerningly wanting to make sure she was going to be okay. Zoe gathered herself and looked at Brian, as he sat near her, but obviously giving her space to compose herself. Thank you, was what she was able to croak out. Brian's voice was soft and understanding. Anytime. Not a problem at all. Zoe tried to stand, but she wasn't sure her legs would hold her in this moment, so she changed her mind and stayed where she was. Zoe spoke up. Did you see anything? Brian took a moment before answering. I'm not sure what you saw. And I know you saw something, but no. I didn't see anything. Except you touching the wall. And being in some sort of trance, maybe? I'm not sure how else to explain it. It was as if you were glued to that spot on the wall because you weren't responding to my calls at all. So he took in what Brian was saying. Oh, wow. Brian pushed for more information. Did you see something? Zoe thought back to what seemed so long ago now, but, in reality, it was only moments ago. She nodded her head. Yeah. Yeah, I did, actually. She looked at Brian as if trying to find answers that he clearly did not possess. Brian didn't press her to continue, but she did anyway. It was as if I was nowhere. But somewhere. I know that doesn't make any sense, but it's true. I couldn't feel anything, but I knew this world was forming around me as if... as if someone wanted to take me and show me something. Have me experience something that wasn't mine. Zoe thought about what she was saying. She wondered who would have wanted to show her something. She continued. And then, 
I felt a cold breeze like before when we were over there. She pointed to a spot they had been painting before. But it wasn't as forceful like then. It was... kinder, I think. Like it was easing me into that fire that then engulfed me. Brian finally spoke. You were on fire? Zoe shook her head. No, it was... well, yeah, I guess I was, but... It was cold, and then I saw a face, and she screamed so loud, and she was, like, this close. She put up her hand extremely close to her face to show Brian just how close. Brian looked confused, and he opened his mouth a few times, closing before he could say anything about the story that Zoe was telling him. You don't believe me, do you? Zoe questioned. Brian looks over at her, but before he could speak this time, it was Zoe who stopped him. Or you think I'm crazy? Or maybe both? Brian was on defense now. No, of course I don't think you're crazy, and I do believe you. I don't know where you went, but I was here in this room and I saw you. And there was definitely something going on. I can tell you that much. I'm just trying to wrap my head around what I saw compared to what you were experiencing at the same time. Deciding not to get defensive and accept Brian's answer, she tried standing again. This time her legs felt strong and they could hold her up. Are you okay? He asked her concerningly. Zoe simply nodded her head and went to lean on the wall, but Brian tried reaching out for her, but it was too late. Zoe's eyes widened as she realized what she had done. Just leaned against her freshly painted wall, Brian chuckled and cleared his throat, trying to cover up his laugh. Zoe quite literally peeled herself off the wall and tried to see the damage she had done. Oh, that's not too bad, but have fun trying to get that out of your hair. Just as Zoe began to laugh, because what else could she do at this point? There was a quick knock on her door, and it opened revealing Henry. Everything okay in here? He looked around and noticed Zoe's mess. Having fun, I see. Thought you guys were painting the walls, not yourselves. Zoe answered. We are, Dad. Henry looked at both kids and felt as if they were hiding something. Is something going on here? Zoe shot Brian a quick don't-say-anything look and shook her head. No, Dad. Brian also answered. No, sir. Henry gave them another look over and at the wall. We'll finish up in here so Brian can head home. Zoe gave Henry a small smile. Got it. Henry turned to head back down the stairs. Oh, and keep this door open, will you? He retreated down the steps and Zoe looked at Brian. Thanks for not saying anything. She picked up her brush and began painting the trim again. You aren't going to tell him? Brian followed her lead and grabbed the paint roller. Zoe responded but didn't look at him. Nothing to tell. Brian didn't want to keep pushing her, so he left it at that. For now. Zoe couldn't explain what had happened. But she was sure that whatever it was, her dad wouldn't have believed her anyway. Alright everyone, that's it for today's episode. Come back next week for another installment of Searching. And in the meantime, if you want to reach out, maybe ask me some questions about the series or the podcast in general, you can find me on Instagram at writtenbylauren_podcast. underscore podcast. Thank you guys for listening and I hope you enjoyed the episode. See you guys next week.